G'day, you bloody rippers. Welcome to another instalment of uh, the U Project. Craig Anthony Harper reporting in for duty. This is uh, this is a me episode. This is a solo episode. This is a coaching, teaching, uh, me thinking out loud, mini kind of workshoppy. In other words, there's no guest. It's just me. So if you like these, uh, strap in, hold on, let's go. Um, if you're more, I prefer the interviews and hate the sound of your boring voice harps, don't blame you. Get a little sick of it myself periodically. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Today, I want to talk to you about the notion of the idea of, with good intentions, uh, trying to change people. One of the questions that I've been asked many times uh, in consults, in coaching sessions, and also often at the end of a gig, at the end of a, a workshop presentation, a keynote, Somebody will come up to me and they will say, I will have said something through the presentation or the workshop that resonated with them, light bulb, and it reminded them of somebody or it related to somebody in their world, somebody that they care about. And often the person that they're thinking about frustrates them or concerns them, worries them. And the question is something like, uh, Craig, how do I make my husband do X? How do I make my wife change this thing? Or how do I make my partner address that? And the answer for me is always, well, you don't. You can't make anyone, you can't make people want to change. You can't make people ready. You can't make people have a light bulb. You can't make people in the moment think like you. You can't make them have your awareness or your revelation or your in-the-moment inspiration. Sure, you can encourage them. You can perhaps have a chat with them. But we need to be really careful because when we see somebody um, perhaps spinning their wheels or going down a road that we think they shouldn't or in the middle of a, a situation, circumstance, environment, habit, practice, whatever, that doesn't serve them, um, while it's completely understandable that you or I might want to kind of interrupt that and turn them around and point them in the right direction and get them on a healthier path or uh, point them in a healthier direction, of course, that's normal, but it's also really practical to realize and know and understand that most people are resent it when we try to change them. Most people don't embrace that warmly. Um, many times in my life, not for the last 20 years, but many times early on in my life, I would, I would not try to change people per se, but I would try to help people who actually hadn't asked for my help. And while my intentions were good, of course, and while I meant well and I was coming from a place of genuine concern and empathy and love and I didn't want to see them self-destruct, I didn't want to see them get hurt, I didn't want to see them make themselves sick, uh, while that was all true, the other truth was they didn't want to change. The other truth was me trying to get them to change generally created more problems and solutions and more disconnection than connection. And quite often, my good intention turned into uh, a bad outcome. 
more more than a few times, many times maybe. My mum, who at one time in her life was a smoker, I've shared this once or twice before on the show, but for a very long time, I badgered my mum, badgered, hounded, badgered, bothered, all of it to try to get her to do the thing that I thought she should do. And while you might go, yeah, I don't blame you, Craig, you know, smoking's terrible. Of course, smoking's fucking terrible. But guess what? When the smoker who loves smoking doesn't want to stop smoking and the annoying son with a holier-than-thou out attitude and outlook uh, tries to impose himself and his thoughts and his ideas uh, and his version of what you should be doing, when he tries to impose that, that does not create a good outcome. It, it rarely creates a good outcome. It never created a good outcome for me. And so uh, what happened when I kept badgering my mum and I kept trying to change my mum and change her habit and change her thinking and change her behaviour, all that I did was I created disconnection. And so now I still had a mum who was a smoker and also she's not talking to me. So while our intentions in this trying to change people or trying to trying to help people change is great if they want the help, and that's the deciding factor. You know, truly, um, the only person you can really change is you. The only person I can really change is me because only I can do the work for me. If I want to change something about my operating system, something about my body or my health or my function or something about my business or something about the kind of results I'm producing in my world, nobody else can do that for me. Other people can want to do that. Other people can cheer me on or support me. Other people can give me insight or advice or feedback, wanted or unwanted perhaps, but only I can do the things to create the results on planet me. And while I've coached and mentored a lot of people and I've written a lot of stuff and I've said a lot of stuff publicly, I've never changed one person. And some people think I've changed them. And while that's very complimentary to me, it's not exactly true. What I have done with some people, I have supported them and I have influenced them and I've maybe turned on a light bulb in their brain or their awareness. And then they have, some of them have then gone and done the work. They've applied the theory, the idea, they've turned it into doing, they've made a decision, they've taken some action, perhaps based on something that I said, and then they have created the outcome. Maybe that moment in time with me, that intersection of my thoughts and ideas and words with them, maybe that intersection in time was a starting point, but it wasn't the finish. The finished product was created by them. I've influenced people, supported people, coached people, um, but ultimately the individual will decide whether or not they do the work. I can never do the work for anyone else. And that's why I get somewhat fucked off when some people say I change people's lives. No, you don't, you fucking egotistical dickhead. You do not change people's lives. You might intersect with people. You might influence people. You might even support people but you don't change them. They change themselves. You can't do the work for the individual. 
you can't have the light bulb for the individual. You can't make the decision. You can't get out of bed for the person. You can't eat for the person. You can't have self-control. You can't do the work for the individual. You can only do it for you. So you don't change lives. You just help. Maybe, maybe you do. And as I always say, I'm not the solution. I'm not the solution to anyone's problem. I'm just somebody who wants to help people who want my help. That's it. We could make it more complicated and grander, but we don't need to because it is really that simple. Have I helped people? Yes. Did they want my help? Yes. Have I pissed people off? Yes. Do some people, will some people listen to this and not like it? Of course. Will some people connect with me and some people disconnect with me? Of course. Because so much about changing, so much about genuine, authentic, lasting transformation is about the person that needs or wants to change just simply being ready. There was, there was a very long time in my life where I really needed to change my relationship with food. I really needed to change the way that I thought about food and behaved around food. My relationship with food really needed to change for a very long time. And for a very long time, I didn't do it. And I could give you a range of reasons, but ultimately the the underlying reason was really that I just didn't want it enough. I wasn't ready to do the work. I wasn't ready to give up certain things. And I was yeah, whatever. I was maybe you could say I was weak. I was undisciplined. I lacked self-control. Maybe I'm beating myself up, but that's kind of what it was. You know, and and nobody could get me to that point. Nobody could make me arrive at that point. I had to get there on my own. And so trying to change people is a bad idea. Trying to support people, great idea. Trying to encourage people, trying to uh, perhaps enlighten them. You know, and and look, if if there's someone in there's someone in your world, there's someone in your life that that you genuinely feel is heading down a path of destruction or self-destruction. I'm not saying sit back and just watch them derail and you know do harm to themselves. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you need to be really wise, really careful, really strategic about when and how you approach that person. When we come into somebody else's space and reality with our judgment about what they're doing, with our advice about what they're doing or not doing, even though we may come in with good intentions, that will rarely create good consequences when we do it the wrong way and if that person doesn't want to hear you know, so for me, encouraging, supporting, loving, um, you know, empowering, all of those things, great. Coercing, pushing, uh, manipulating, not good. The approach, the way that you do this really matters. And so, you know, back in the day when I owned lots of gyms and I had um, had staff that worked on the gym floor all the time, I would see somebody potentially doing um, – doing something that didn't work or doing something that I thought uh, needed to change based on my uh, observation of how they were working uh, under my banner, how they were with their client, 
And it might have been something about the way they communicated. It could have been something about the way they presented themselves. It could have been something about their level of professionalism or lack thereof. It could have been about the the way they prescribed and programmed exercise. could have been a range of things that I saw as the owner, as their boss, that I felt they needed to change or address or be made aware of. So I would I would be really careful and wise about how I delivered that message. I would never do that in front of their peers. I would never do that in front of the team. I would never do that in front of their clients. I would never do it on the fly. I would never um, do it, you know, uh, quickly. Um, I would, at the right time, I would say, when you've got a minute, you know, slide into my office if you can. Just want to chat to you about something. It's not a drama. So I would I would want them to be not panic stricken, not worried. I'd get them in my office. I'd chat to them about one or two things. By the way, this is not the way to do it. This is how I did it. I would find something positive that they're doing. I would acknowledge that, maybe one or two things. And then I would say, listen, you know, I noticed, this is an example, I noticed that the last three clients that you trained um, they essentially all did the same workout. So unless they are the same people with the same body and the same goals, uh, I'm not super happy with that. Remember, this is personal training, not impersonal training, not generic training. So tell me about that. Tell me about why that, why you did that. And I don't jump up and down. I don't yell. I didn't yell. I would just talk to them about, say, listen, you probably need to think more, plan more, make more of an effort with prescribing exercise for the individuals, the different people with the different physiology, with the different goals, with the different needs that are coming because nobody should be doing an identical workout to the next person when we are providing personalized exercise prescription. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't jump up and down. I would. That would take a few minutes and I'd say, listen, um, I'm not mad. I just need you to address that. Are you cool with that? And nearly all the time, they would go away. I didn't do it in front of anybody else. Um, they don't feel humiliated, uh, but they would action that. They would uh, operationalize that advice. So trying to change people, not a great idea. Trying to support people, trying to help people, trying to understand their version of reality, being mindful, being discerning, being wise about how and when you might open that conversational door, if at all, all of those things are really important. See you next time.